0: In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. I have got Tammy Lip with me here today, and she has been a guest on another episode, uh, probably like 10 or 12 episodes back. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes, but spirit just kept placing her name on my heart. Just, um, call Tammy, see if she can be on the episode this week. And I'm like, okay. I mean, like I was, I was like, I'm just going to do a solo this week. And spirit was like, girl, call Tammy. We told you to call Tammy. So Hello, Tammy. Thank you for answering the call. I answered the call. Now you're answering the call. So thank you.
1: <laughs> Yay. I always answer a call from Vaughn. I love you. You are my magical soul sister. And I can spend a full week with you on a podcast. Never mind an hour. So thank you for oh my gosh. Absolutely. Thinking of me and
0: reaching out. And I'm so happy to be here and get to see your face this morning. Yes, yes. yes. So I I know that there's a couple things that that I want us to be able to conversate about. um number one, um, you sent me the most, well, you shared the most precious, amazing um experience and feedback from the my inner child healing podcast. And so I definitely want to be able to talk about that, like how that conversation hit you because, my goodness. It, I I have never received so many messages. I, I'm just so proud and honored that that conversation was recorded, that that experience was recorded and it just hit so many people. I'm, I'm just really excited about that. And I know that you just hosted a course or like, a you did something around the Claire's and Learning about all the Claire's, which will I'll let you describe all of that, but I've been wanting to have a conversation about that so that we can learn more and more and more, and of course, you are the one to teach us, so those are definitely some things that I want us to discuss today, but um, where where do you feel like starting?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I love talking about the players. That is definitely something that lights me up big time. And yes, I just hosted my first intuitive practice circle. Um, It was amazing. It's something I have been wanting to bring to life for a really long time. But of course, you know, the resistance and the fear when our big soul dreams are knocking on our door it gets a little bit much, right? So I had created this beautiful space, the sacred circle. And so that's where it's like a spiritual gym or spa membership. Women, we meet regularly. We do moon work. We do energy coaching. I pull cards for the women. Um, We teach on mass uh, mystical subjects, but within that container, there's so much interest in cultivating their own intuition. And I love, that's one of the things I love the most is guiding these women to hearing their clairs, to hearing their inner voice, to to understanding the way that their unique communication system works. Um, So bringing this in just seemed like a natural thing. And I finally got the audacity (laughs) to do Mm -hmm. it. And it was amazing, right? So we invited um, people to join us if they were not part of the circle. So a couple of people were able to buy a ticket and come in and join us. So we had a beautiful mix of members and non-members. And I was curious, like how this was going to work, if I was going to be able to guide them to have a real experience, right, without really having a lot of coaching or preparation ahead of time. Um, but I just trusted and I was really, my guides were very like clear, like, yes, this is happening. Yes, you can do this. And all the fear you're feeling, you know, is like, because this is going to be amazing. And so I just trusted myself, which was the first thing I guided them to do when we got together. I was like, this is going to be, um, an, an experiment in how much you can trust yourself and have faith because your mind, your ego mind, your analyzer is going to jump in and try to tell you that you're wrong, that you're crazy, that you're not hearing these things or that you can't do it and that's really the biggest challenge when we want to hear our intuitive voice is to turn that part of us kind of down a little bit so that we can hear. Um, but it worked out really well. The women wanted to contact Spirit and we contacted the late, great Jaja Gabor and it was a hoot. She showed up exactly the way that you would expect Zsa Zsa Gabor to show up. And all of the women had an experience. They all received information that was accurate. Um, You know, of course there's a mix of information, but much of it was accurate. And I was so impressed. I was so impressed with them. I was impressed with myself. And I was like, oh, we're definitely doing this again because the world needs more of... playgrounds where we can just be and experience and explore these metaphysical gifts that we have that we haven't really, you know, the, the last centuries of, of our, of our human existence has really downplayed that part of us. And so now I think we're really awakening to this part of ourselves. The collective is awakening to this part of ourselves. And I'm here to say, and I know you'll back me up on this. Everybody is psychic. Everybody has these metaphysical counterparts of their basic senses. It It is, whether you're aware of them or whether you're intentionally using them is another story. And of course, just like any other sense, right? Some people have a bigger sense of smell than others, some people can see better than others, right? So we all have our different strengths and our different areas of challenges within our metaphysical senses too. But just like any other muscle, they can be cultivated, they can be strengthened. When we put our focus and attention on them, and we start paying attention to this part of us, spirit meets us halfway and starts opening these gifts up more and more. So I hope your audience feels excited about that. I hope that they feel the potential for themselves because everybody listening to this podcast has all of these gifts. Everybody. Yes. Even you in the back who thinks that you don't, you do. (laughs) You absolutely do.
0: Absolutely. So would you say that, um, and for those uh, that might not understand what we're talking about with the Claire's, um, uh, before you explain all of that, I'm curious, like with the psychic abilities, does every psychic thing that is moving through you come through as a Claire?
1: Um, We are like an antenna. Uh And so we're picking up data. And so there's two types of of data, Let's say there's the tangible data, like you're cooking on the stove and you know that you have spaghetti sauce and you know why you're smelling tomatoes and spaghetti sauce. And then we have the intangible data, right? This metaphysical data, and this could be coming from spirit. It could be coming from past lives. It could be coming from other timelines. It could be coming from other dimensions. Like there's a lot of instances where we could start picking up data that we have no logical explanation for. We have no rational we don't know why we're smelling smoke, right? We don't know why we're smelling lilacs and we are, you know, in our car by ourselves and we're driving. Um, we don't know why maybe you're hearing buzzing in your ear or as you're falling asleep, you hear somebody go, hey, and then you, you're falling asleep going, did I just hear somebody calling me? What's happening, right? So many people yeah. can relate to that, right? Um, we, we don't know why we're having those experiences. There's no logical or rational reason for it. And when that takes place then we know okay we're getting information with our metaphysical senses and then we can start to put on our curious hat and investigate like If you're curious about it, if you're not, you can ignore it. But if you're curious, who is that? What is that? Is that a message? Is that a a sign? Is that something from your higher self? Is that something from your grandma? Because all of those things could be happening. So then I like to teach people to do this little bit of investigation work, and then they can kind of get to the answer for it. And what I really love to cultivate is that self-trust so that they don't need to call anybody like me or anyone else and say, hey, Tammy, what is this? I mean, that's fun and good, but I want you to be able to go into yourself and discern like what your messages are. You should be able to do that for yourself. And that is the gift that I really want to give
0: Yeah, other people right. is that,
1: that self-trust of knowing what this is and that you're not crazy. You're not crazy.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, that is the most important part. I know for me, I usually don't hear things like I'm in the clear audience or the, yeah, clear audience, Cognizance, right? Is like the wait, will you tell us about all of them? Because I was yes. getting confused.
1: <laughs> yes, I will. Um, and I will just say that so we can um tie it together for the listeners. When I was listening to your podcast about the situation with your childhood, right? It touched me in a very deep way because, like so many women and even men out there, I too have a story. And you're giving permission to feel the depth of that and reminded me that even though my story isn't as traumatic as other stories can be, it's still valid for me and it still created my own changes. And so I credit a lot of my abilities to be so sensitive to data and to be so sensitive to subtle information to the fact that as an early childhood experience, I was my. Let's just say my nervous system was manipulated in a way through sexual experiences that then I believe turned me on to being able to receive all of this data, right? So I like to loop that back around because it wasn't until I did the deep inner work that I could put these pieces together and then I could take what was coming at me that I was falsely interpreting as fear and doom and gloom and, and anxiety. And I could read it for what it really is. And when I read it, it was like, wow, I'm getting messages from spirit. I'm getting messages from my guides. I'm using all my clairs, And so I really, I started to see my own clairs in action. And the funny part is I've always been quietly obsessed with metaphysics. So I already knew a lot of this basic information. I just never saw myself in that way and connected. I just thought I was full of anxiety. I thought it was a little crazy, right? I was very sensitive and very, um, very much hiding. So your episode was a beautiful reminder of so many things that can come out of healing and talking about those things. And also just sharing sisterhood and a like experience with other people. Cause I think so many of us, especially in our generation, before it was really talked about as openly as it is, you know, we're victimized. And so we get to step out of the role of victim and look at this as a potential gift, because if that happened to you, you too may have a very sensitive nervous system. And if you're suffering from anxiety or depression, understand that it's the same side of the coin and that with some healing and some inner work, you can turn it around and you can also use those gifts in this way, in a more healthy, positive way to enhance your life. And who even knows what you could do after that? So I want to definitely, um, just explain to the listeners like why I feel the clairs are so important especially to that story because i do i credit it now to a lot of my gifts and so it really changed the way that that experience lives in my body
0: oh that's that's so that's such a beautiful way to be able to look at it you know and, and it and it's so true and so many of us have experience you know like I, we were saying before we press record Most people that are very incredibly spiritual now, you know, that are really allowing themselves to step into that have experienced like not necessarily trauma, like big T trauma, but have experienced like a lot of pain in their lifetime. You know, I mean, that is just, it's like, we're strong as hell, you know, it's like, we are strong as hell. And it's just so amazing how these, these experiences come into our life. Like you said, possibly to, to activate us. Yeah. It's, it's such a, it's, it's such a beautiful way to shift the perspective and look at it differently.
1: Yeah, it gives it gives the gift in the in the pain, right? It gives us the the gift to be able to glom out of it, right? For whatever the reasons are in my family line, I actually was the one who exposed a pedophile who was in our family lurking that was, you know, under the wraps for a while. Um And I'm sure that other women can, can attest some of those tangible things from, from the healing, but this is a very personal thing that we can take from it Mm -hmm. if you choose to. And so with with that being said, I would love to tell you a little bit about the Claire's because um, they're so fun to talk about and everybody has them. So I believe that your listeners will find a little bit of themselves in all of these. And so I would ask them to just notice like, which ones feel super strong for you and which ones feel less strong for you so that you can start to understand the patterns of your own communication style. Right. And as we go through it, I'll explain a little bit more about that. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is I think you mentioned clear cognizance, right? Is that one that you identify that you have? Yeah. Okay. This one is very strong for me as well. And I will say this is the gift that most of us struggle with the most because you just feel fucking crazy. Like straight up, you feel crazy because information just comes into your mind and you don't know where it came from and you don't know how you know that. And many times it's accurate. Sometimes it's not logical. And you walk around at an early age, not really understanding, but you you kind of expect other people to know the things that you know, at the level that you know them and not everybody does. Not everybody does. I was shocked when I found out not everybody has an internal voice. I was shocked when I, when I first heard that I was like, not everybody has an internal voice. Like I talk to myself all day long. Like (laughs) I know my last name is Lip, and I like to talk, but like, forget about what I'm talking externally inside my head. Like you can't get a word in edgewise. So when I found out that there's some people that don't have that, I was like, well, what do they do all day long? Like what happens, <laughs> right? <laughs> like what's going on in there? And it's not that they don't have a conscience. It's just that they don't have this internal voice. So if you have an internal voice, it very well may indicate that you have some clear cognizance going on. And here's some signs, right? Here's what it is. And here's some signs of what it is. So claircognizance cognizance is a form of extrasensory perception, right? Where a person acquires information from metaphysical sources in a direct mental way this is sometimes called clear knowing as it is as it occurs when information suddenly comes to mind without any logic without prior knowing without reasons or even a memory right it's just a certain and strong knowing um some signs that you might have this gift is like me you might really enjoy reading and writing like more than the average bear and you are a very analytical thinker regardless of your zodiac sign right You seem to know when someone is lying or being deceitful, you may not always understand what they're lying about, but you just know like something they're saying is not jiving and you can't quite put your finger on it. Um, here's one that I, I, I can take uh, ownership of. You tend to interrupt people when they are talking or telling a story, which drives my husband freaking crazy, but I do not look at it as like a disrespectful thing. It's because I have my own thoughts interrupting themselves in my head like all day long. And so that's just the way I am. If I have something comes in. I just say it and I expect other people to interject when they have thoughts, but some people like my husband, they get very, um, offended when you interrupt them when they're having a a conversation. So if you judge yourself a little bit, or you feel a little shame around your interruptions, just know that you might be clear cognizant, right? Um, and people tend to come to you for guidance. Words feel like they flow through you. Sometimes people will, you'll be on the phone with a friend talking about a situation she's having and giving her maybe some wisdom or advice. And she'll say, what did you just say? That was really profound. And you'll be like, I have no idea what I just said. I don't know. It just, it just came out. <laughs> it just came through me, right? That is clear cognizance. Because in that moment, you are the channel. You are the vessel. You are just receiving the information. You're letting your your thoughts come through you. And then when you're done, you're not even totally sure what you said, but you just know the feeling feels really, really good. Like almost like an after sex or like a really good relief. Like you're like, yeah, I said something really good. Um, and so (laughs) those are some 3d signs of claircognizance. Do you find any of those resonate with you?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially there's so many things that I'm saying that I'm like, Oh, I wish I had like a microphone recorder around me, you know, during all of my sessions, because especially in a session, like there's so much wisdom that is moving through and it's just like, wow, where did that even come from? Like it's words that I would never even say, or connections or pathways through the body and the energy body that that's connected that I, I didn't have any idea that was connected, but all of a sudden I'm like, okay, but this is what I've what is moving through me said this must be true because it's not coming from Vaughn. It's coming from someplace, that's way smarter than me.
1: Somewhere else. Um, and have you ever had like, have you ever been like watching jeopardy and you're just zoning out and you're they're asking questions and then all of a sudden the answer pops in your head, but you know, you didn't know that. And you don't wow. understand like, like that. I, that often happens to me. Like someone will ask a question and then I'll hear an answer or I'll know an answer in my head. And I will not even know what that thing is. I remember, years ago, somebody asked something about, um, they were having like a rash or something on their skin and they were like, Oh, what can I get on my, and I was like Arnica cream. And I, and then I was like, what the fuck is even Arnica cream? I don't even know what that is. (laughs) What is that? I had to look it up. And then I was like, Oh my God, look, it is for skin and rash. So it was very, it's very funny. And like, and then the other part of it is like, we have this expectation. Maybe you can relate with this as a young person, maybe before you really understand yourself or your gifts. you're like, why don't people know, like, why can't people see these things? Like, why, why is like, why, why do I see these things or know these things? And I feel like people can't see or know them to the same degree that I do. And I was very judgy about that (laughs) of other people. Uh, But now I realize it's because it's a gift, right? It's and not everybody has that level of seeing or knowing and not that it makes me above anybody else. It just makes it different. And it's, well, beautiful and it be, and it's too
0: special, you know, because that, that is your gift because there's definitely gifts that you have that I don't have. I mean, like that's the beauty of this life that we're living. And it's also the beauty of, of not comparison. I was reminded intuitively the other day, um, comparison is the thief of joy because I was, you know, doing my scrolling thing. And I was like, Oh God, I was just like, went down a whole like negative self loop. And I was like, and, and I just heard it like intuitively just coming like it, like just spirit was just like, comparison is the thief of joy Vaughn. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, it really is. You know, but, but that's the thing. Like we can't, we're not supposed to compare. We're supposed to celebrate. And I, you know, I always celebrate everyone else's gifts. And like, I'm like, go to this person, like this person's amazing. And,
1: but at the same time, I'm also
0: a human that is like, well, am I using all of my gifts enough or correctly? Am I doing it right? And I feel like that's so much of the frustration that people have is when you are not utilizing your gifts, when you are not using your gifts and they are sitting dormant within you, that causes frustration. And it also causes dis-ease in the body because that is like stagnant energy in your body. And so it's so important that we get that energy moving. And the more we get that energy moving, then the more those gifts come alive. And then all of a sudden you do know what to do with your gifts so many people are like, I don't know, what am I supposed to do with these gifts? Well, I, I don't know either, but you know, the only way to find out is to start using them is to start yeah. playing with them. And that's what I always say is like, even if you're at the grocery store, you know, like yeah, let that, let your gifts move through you in the grocery store. That's just like a safe place where you probably will not see those same people again, you know? And you can just kind of tune into it. That's like my favorite place is to like read people is in the grocery store (laughs) and like check in with my, like, "Hmm, I wonder what that person's all about. And I'll like try to get into it with downloads. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a
1: little thing. Right. Um, something you had said when you, when, whenever I'm on Facebook and I'm scrolling, and I find myself doing that same thing, right? Like, oh, look at her doing this or look at that, you know, and and I feel something I always like now I always say to myself, like, what about what that person is doing? Do I want to do? Because that is a fucking huge clue for me, for me, (laughs) when I see that and I feel those feelings, it's like, they're doing something that deep down some is something I either want to do, or I don't know. I want And like, when I approach it from that level, then I always learn new things about myself. Like, Oh, I really want to be doing live events. So I really want to be doing this. And I didn't know that until somebody triggered the shit out of me by doing it first. (laughs) Oh, absolutely.
0: I, that was a game changer for me when I started looking at my, my jealousy or my comparison, um, as a as a lesson for myself of okay, if I am so like torn apart that this person is doing that and I'm not, then it's why am I not right? right. And so, and oh girl, I feel like we're hitting on a hot topic right now because there's a lot of women that are listening to this podcast that are not fully embodying all of the desires that are pulsing through their body and they feel frustrated and it's normal, but allow that frustration, allow that, that frustration, you know, cause that's exactly what it is. You're frustrated that you're not doing it and that she is.
1: Yeah, instead of allowing it to beat you into a shame and feeling unworthy, realizing that it's showing up, your body is giving you a signal. And we'll talk about clairsentience in a middle, in a minute, because it really leads well into clairsentience. But your that is your body, your which is basically your subconscious, giving you a little knock on the door and going, Hey, Hey, you can do that. And we kind of want to do that. (laughs) We kind of want to do that. That's why you're pissed right now, because when you start doing the thing and then you see other people doing it, you don't give two shits. You don't care you're like that's awesome go you we're all doing yeah. it yay because you're doing it too and your soul is happy and so that feeling doesn't it's not necessary and yeah. so then you won't create it and so what's funny is like if you're not doing the deep interpersonal work you can let those triggers then turn and feed your emotional addiction to feeling unworthy un- unsatisfied and all the things and just let it keep you in that cycle Cause that's your mind's job is to basically keep you the same. That's like another whole topic, but like when we can go and transcend that and realize that those thoughts are not always accurate, your mind is not full of truth, right? Your ego mind, it's just not. Um, and really feel into our body, knowing like your body is telling you the truth, your body giving you that jealousy. That's the truth. And it's not about you not being good enough. It's about something you're not taking action on. Oh. And like you said, oh. if you want to know what you need to do with it, just start doing something. It doesn't have to be right. Be willing to do something wrong with it so that you can figure out what the right thing to do. It's right, with. exactly.
0: Oh, that's so, that's so juicy. Yeah, it is. I and think let's that, move that was definitely needed to hear for, yeah. for everyone today.
1: Yeah, it's a big, it's a big part of it. And it's why I love to do the mindset work with the magic because you're not going to get one without the other. You're just really not. You need yeah. you need them both. You need to understand your system and your biology and how you're wired and your programming in order to be able to drive the vehicle yeah. properly, like you just do. <clears throat> um, And like talking about that feeling in our body, that that jealousy, right? That is a form of clairsentience. I know that people are like, what? That sounds weird, right? But no, clairsentience is when your body gives you signals and information, right? It's called clear feeling, right? This is where you can feel past, present, or future emotions of other people, of other animals, of plants, right? Um, And this is um, above the five senses. You can also feel into places buildings, um, structures, outside areas, right? You can feel the energy of things. And so that gut punch, that is a form of your clairsentience, right? Because we happen to have neurons in our belly too, right? We have neurons in our brain and neurons in our belly. That's why they call the gut the other brain. And so those neurons receive information just like the ones in your brain do. And so when you feel that gut punch, that's the clairsentience of your soul going, why aren't you doing, (laughs) why are we doing this? Right. Um, and so clairsentience is really a very broad gift and there's some other little gifts that offshoot from it. And we're going to talk about them because they're really fun, but some signs for your um, listeners to map themselves into of clairsentience is um, you may not be a fan of big crowds, right? You may not be a fan of, of going to places with tons of people because you can feel the energy or vibe in a room. Um, and I can relate. like I love going to concerts, but I am very I'm very weird about like where I will go to concerts and where I won't go to concerts. And I've left concerts before, even ones I'm really enjoying because of energy. It's like if you can identify with that kind of a thing, then you may have strong clairsentience. Um, you may feel and sense what others are feeling with your own body, like if if your mom is like, oh my God, I have heartburn. And then a couple of minutes later, you're like, I think I have heartburn too. Like what's happening? Um, you, you may be clairsentient, right? Um, you feel a deep love and appreciation for being around nature and animals. This is a b- big sign that you're clairsentient. Um, And you may experience sudden changes in mood or aches and pains with no obvious cause. And that's because you can just be walking along and then like a thought form lands on you and now you've picked it up and your body or antenna is playing it and you don't know that it's not yours. And now you went from being fine to being anxious or being pissed off or feeling like jealous and you don't understand, like, is that even your feeling is a really good first line of investigation for anyone who feels like they identify very strongly with clairsentience is to say, Hey, is this mine? Like, does this belong to me? Mm -hmm. And really even do that little bit of inventory. Cause many times it's not even yours and you can get rid of it right away and not even need to go through a whole thing. Um, and that, especially if you live in close quarters and this can even be like, if you live in an apartment building, thought forms can travel from your neighbor into your apartment. So it's like, really understanding where you're getting information. And if you're, if you feel like you're a person who's naturally open, getting a good, um, getting some good guidance on how to open and close with your own consciousness. So that if you're like, wow, okay, I'm just picking up a little too much. You can shut it down, right. And you can close it down and protect yourself so that you don't need to, to do well, that.
0: Can we talk about a couple ways that you suggest to, to separate that and to clean yeah. yourself of that?
1: Absolutely. If you notice that you've picked up something or that you've come across something and you really don't feel like it's yours and you feel like it doesn't belong to you. The very first thing I would do is get up and move my body in some way, shake my hands, shake my head. You know, if you can put on some music and dance around even better, but just like move your body and just start to shake your body out. I'm doing like all this, like your listeners can see, but obviously they can't see. Um, and then take your hand, right. Your hand and, It could be right hand or left hand, depending on what you feel comfortable with, but imagine that the, your pinky finger to like right below your wrist becomes like this beautiful violet flame. Okay. And it's a knife, but it's flaming, like this beautiful, hot violet flame knife. And then you just start like right above your head, like right kind of right above your forehead. And you're just going to go in kind of a fast and deliberate motion right down the front of your body, like your chakra line, like a like you're cutting with this hot knife and you're just going to just, and then you're going to imagine yourself turning around. I know you can't always see your back, right? But then you're going to imagine you're looking at the back of you and you're going to do it again because you want to cut both sides. You want to cut your front and you want to cut your back. And basically you're cutting the cords of whatever has attached itself to you. And you can say out loud to spirit, this is My personal space, this is a space of love and light and anything that does not belong here or is not mine or does not serve me must go. And you cut your cords and you say this little thing. If you really want to get jiggy with it, you can go wash your hands with some salt, which I love to do because that for me, my hands are very sensitive and I'm always feeling energy in my hands and salt disintegrates negative energy and salt disintegrates toxic Diseased energy. So washing your hands with salt, really just whatever you cut with the knife, gets all of that nice and off. If you still feel like some kind of way, go outside, stick your feet in the grass, get some sun on your face. But these are all ways that you can move this energy through you, cut it. The other thing, if you think that it's related like to somebody that you know, you can ask am I being shown this for a reason? Like maybe you can be helpful if it's, let's say your husband or your partner or your kids are having some kind of feeling and that like, it may not be just a situation that you want. Yes. You want to cut it and get off get it out of you, but you may also want to then go into your kid and have a conversation or something. So just get curious, um, always approach players with curiosity, right? Just be curious. There's no need for fear. And I'll just say this because this is a good place to say it. When we are in the body, we have the full agency over our body and over our experience. So there is no spirit, there is no soul, there is no entity that can harm you, that can do anything to you, that can hurt you physically. Just know that you have the agency. So if there is something that's unwanted, you telling it to leave and doing those actions, it must leave. It must obey you because you are the physical being. And on the physical plane, you rule, you rule. So only when we abdicate our power and we believe that these entities can hurt us, can they cause chaos and wreak havoc. So I just want your, your listeners to feel like, Hey, if something is attached to me,
0: do not be scared of it.
1: You are the power you. Wow.
0: That's so good. I, um, I want to share a story really quick. When I, when we moved into the house where we are now, I feel like we hopped timelines. Like we, we definitely moved from like an old lifestyle to a new lifestyle. Like we were in a new timeline, like things were shifting and changing. It was like, woohoo, we're here. And within the first six months of being in this new home, I, as I was so excited, like I was so grateful, like everything was vibing so high. I was in such a place of bliss, but then all of a sudden, like I started getting really like grumpy and edgy. Like I was very easily agitated and frustrated. And I was like, Oh my God, like, what is wrong with me? I, you know, and of course I'm like judging myself. Like, why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? Where is this coming from? Just, you know, five days ago I was feeling amazing and now I notice I feel like shit. And, and so I just kind of like it intuitively came to me that what had happened was when I moved timelines that I was like the new girl on the block in this new timeline. So I was like this new bright light on a timeline that it, that was already existing, but my energy was new there. And because I was new there, I was easy to be attacked, you know, because it was like, Oh, let's go get the new girl, you know, Mm -hmm. because she's like new fresh meat. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, once I kind of saw that visualization, I was able to take control, you know, I was able to advocate for myself and my power and be like, you are not welcome here. These negative entities are not welcome anywhere in, on, around me and my family. Like you need to go. And I did like a big purging of, you know, like a cleansing of my home. And it really, I really, and after that, like it was, it, I felt like back normal again. So I yep. thought that was so fascinating because yep. so many people, when we're going through these, and you know, we're all on this deep healing journey, we're all doing so much work for ourselves. And so when we're finally like feeling good and doing all the things, we're like, yeah, we've arrived. And then all of a sudden you feel like shit again. It's like, wait a minute, why am I right back where we started? And so I've given that advice to a lot of people, and I'm glad that the conversation came up here so that if you know, if you feel like you've done a lot of work and you are shifting timelines and things are changing and shifting for the positive for you, you are in a different timeline and you get to protect yourself in that way. Yes.
1: That's such a beautiful example of that, Vaughn. Totally. Totally. Like you took agency, you did what you needed to do. And it's a thing, like, instead of judging ourselves, like, oh, aren't I spiritual enough? I shouldn't be getting attacked, right? Like, no, like Mm. like chaos and discord are like a thing, right? And Mm. it's always, like, the universe is always asking us to choose. And so no matter what you do and no matter how much you've achieved and no matter how spiritual you get, the universe is always going to be like, here's a little chaos, are you going to choose it, Right. And instead of choosing yeah. it, you were like, no, I don't choose this. I'm using my agency. I'm the fucking boss. Get out. And then it was like, bye. They have to go. Yeah. But if you don't know that, you could easily buy into it and go, oh, my God, I cursed myself with this new house. And then you could go down a hole. Yeah. That's, a choice. Yeah. That's a choice, right? Absolutely. But it's your free will choice. And you didn't choose that. And I just want your listeners to see, like, they always have that choice, too. Yeah. So even though I don't believe like spirits can be harmful to us or, or hurt us, chaos and discord is a part of, of life. It is a part of the experience. And that's, those energies are sometimes trickster, sometimes chaotic, but they don't have any power over you unless you give them the power. So take the power back
0: is is the message. I love awesome.
1: Yeah. So claire sentience is such a broad gift. Um, it has a couple of offshoots that are super interesting. And let's talk about them before we talk about the two huge clairs that everyone loves to talk about. We'll first talk about these two. So Claire Olifactans, which is also sometimes called like Claire Salience, there's a couple of different Terms for it. I like olfactants because it makes me think of my nose. (laughs) And that's basically what it is, right? We think of all of our regular senses, they all have a counterpart, and smelling is one of them. So, clear smelling is one that comes when a person is able to perceive a scent, or they actually might physically smell things that are not present without any obvious cause, right? Sense could be an indication of a deceased loved one being present. It could be a message from your guide. It could be a timeline crossover, another dimension. Um, some people and animals can even smell illness or predict whether other events are going to happen or death, right? Subtle odors. So many people I think have experienced this once or twice, but they don't usually pay attention to it. It is an offshoot of clairsentience because it uses your body. And the interesting thing about smell is that it, it bypasses the part of our brain. I believe it's the limbic brain that has to do with our subconscious. It's really connected strongly to our memory center. So I find that spirit loves to use this method because it will automatically invoke a memory if you smell certain things, right? Um, Some signs that you may have this, right? You may be very aware of and very sensitive to odors in the air, whether they're strong or subtle. And my husband who does not identify as anything mystical or magical whatsoever, he has got this sense of smell that when we first started living together so funny. Like I used to be that person that would hairspray myself to death in the bathroom with the hairspray and the lotions and the perfume. And I would, you know, and in the morning he'd come over to say goodbye to me and he'd be holding his nose and he'd be like, goodbye. like, you know, trying not to talk. Cause he doesn't, he like, even though I had put it on 15 minutes before the smells would just make him crazy. So over the years I have really toned down my smells because my husband is clearly Claire olfactans and he's got this huge sensitivity to smells. Um, And it's just very funny, right? Um, At times, like you might get a whiff of a cigar or you might get like a whiff of cigarettes and no one in your house is smoking and no one has smoked around you in years. And you're like, what is that? But then it makes you think of your grandfather who always smoked a pipe when you went over on Sunday morning, right? And like, and that's your grandfather, like just saying, hey, hey, I'm thinking of you, right? You might smell food or perfume or other things that have no physical source around you and make no obvious sense to you. If that happens to you, the best thing to do is get curious and you can just ask like, Hey, what is this? Is this a message? Is this a, is this, is this my grandma? Like if it makes you think of somebody almost certainly it's connected to that somebody, um, it might make you think of like a holiday, like maybe all of a sudden you smell a food. Right. Um, and maybe now you're thinking of a holiday and, and your, your guides are are prompting you because that holiday is coming and you need to make plans. Like there's all these things, right. That we could get these beautiful messages for. Yeah. You may have a deep love of history and nostalgia, right? Because remember we talked about smell being super connected to our memory, right? You love and you really enjoy strolling down memory lane. If this is you, you may have this clair olfactant being very strong for you because memories are like a deep thing for you. Um, And you also may identify as clairsentience, which we just talked about as one of your very strong gifts, because this is kind of like an offshoot of that ability.
0: Have you ever had that happen to you? Yeah, I have. And it's funny, because it really is goes back to that whole trusting thing, you know, like when you do smell something, and you have that intuitive feeling like, Oh, my gosh, that smells like my granny. And then we're like, but is it my granny? You know, like, if you can you just trust that it is and just like be with her? (laughs) You know, because that's what we do. Like we lose the moment because we're overanalyzing the situation. And it's like, if we can trust that that inner knowing that is saying she's here just be with her be yeah interested. if you smell some jeanate that's her right yeah <laughs> estee lauder for my granny estee yeah lauder, I yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I, when i smell like, like i'll smell nevia i don't know if anyone remembers nevia my grandmother used to douse herself in nevia i don't know it was this thing for her <laughs> so like sometimes i'll just like smell it and it's very funny i'm like oh graham you know there you are <laughs> Oh, that's are. so awesome. I love that. Yeah. It's so funny. Like these random smells, right? Yeah. So if you smell something, get curious, right? Ask, you know, who it is and just enjoy, you know, you're not crazy. Your clear olfactants is perking up. And then of course, going with our clear smell, we have clear gustins, which is clear tasting, right? And this is such a fun thing, right? This is where you're able to perceive taste, or you may physically experience tasting things that are not present and have no obvious cause. It's not always food that is experienced, right? You might taste other substances, which can be weird, but happens. This gift is strongly linked to the clarolefactants. Obviously this is like all of that same family. Um, sometimes if I'm doing a reading, like I might taste blood in my mouth and that will indicate maybe that the spirit is trying to, um, indicate they had a disease or they had some kind of um, issue with passing that had to do with their blood. Um, some people, this hasn't happened to me, but some people have reported tasting dirt and other like really bizarre things, um, not just food. So if you ever find yourself like with a weird taste in your mouth and you don't have any logical explanation, Um, You can ask yourself, does this remind me of somebody? Does this remind me of something? And you can even get curious and do a little investigation, like, what is this here to show me? What is this here to communicate to me? Some of the signs, I think this is like a less common gift, but if some of the signs that you may be able, have this gift is if you ever wake up and you had a dream about something and you can still taste whatever it is you were doing, maybe you're at the beach, you can still taste the salt or you, you were dreaming about food and you wake up and you can still like taste what you were eating. This may be a sign that Claire Gustin's is a strong potential gift for you. Um, So, if you notice that sometimes thinking of a certain person will trigger a certain taste, and this could also be the same for smell, um, to become noticeable for no other reason, this is also a sign that you're Claire Gustin's, right? You have Claire Gustin's. Here's another one. You might be a particular eater, right? You might be like one of those people that naturally is like, I don't eat this, I don't eat that. You're very, particular about what goes in your mouth and you also may be very fond of like exotic tasting or super spicy food bowl like you might really like that action going on in that part of your body um, and you can easily recall the taste of your favorite foods um, or a memorable meal like the same way people visualize you can reproduce that taste in your mouth if, if you find yourself with any of those gifts then you may have this as one of your strong players.
0: Interesting. I, d- I've n- I have not heard of that one before. So that's very interesting.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little less common. Um, I think a lot of people just brush it off sometimes. For me, it's not one that often happens outside of readings. Like I, I notice it more like if I'm giving a reading, I don't remember a lot of like real life instances where I tasted things in my mouth like that. Um, more so the smelling. But I do think as we use these and start talking about them collectively, it will become stronger in the collective and then it'll become stronger for those of us that are already kind of tapping in. So it's fun. I think this is something we'll probably see and hear more of coming um, you know, in the next years. So then we talk about the big ones, right? I mean, not that these aren't big, but then we talk about the ones that everyone kind of talks about and knows about. And we'll start with clairvoyance because it's so fun. And I'm going to end with clairaudience because that's my favorite. So we'll just, we'll talk about clairvoyance. first. So clairvoyance, which many people have heard of, because sometimes it's used as a very broad term to, to um, talk about all the clairs, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm clairvoyant, I'm clairvoyant. But really clairvoyance is clear seeing, right? So it's specific to a gift. It's not just All of the clairs. This occurs when your mind's eye, when you see things in your mind's eye, not necessarily with your physical eyes. However, if you are putting your focus and attention on your gifts and you're using your gifts, you can evolve this gift. And some people do this naturally to seeing phenomena with your physical eyes. Um, I am not in that place where I see a lot of spirits. However, I have seen spirits, mostly when I'm younger. um, And It's by design, I think, because I think we'd be a little scared if we saw spirits with our physical eyes all the time. But it is possible that you could see, you may see shadows, you may see sparks of light. Um, This is if you are a strong daydreamer, right? If you have very vivid dreams and you have nice, vivid daydreams and you can really imagine things in your mind, believe it or not, some people can't do that, right? There are some people that they cannot visualize. And it's not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just not a strong gift of theirs. They may have other super strong gifts. So if you can visualize, know that that's special, know that that's, you know, not everybody can do that. Right. Yeah. You might see flashes of lights and orbs or colors when you're meditating and you're trying to be still and you're going within, you may see those like in your mind's eye um, you might see light around other people or read other people's aura or energy. This happens to me, especially when I'm doing healing sessions in the salt room, cause it's all white in there and we're sitting in this white room and the white salt. And as the person is sitting there, like I can see this beautiful white light, like right around their body. And I believe that many people probably could see that in the, in the same circumstances of like a white room. So if you've seen that before, clairvoyance might be a super strong gift for you. And here's another little sign you might be really good at and excel in visual spatial tasks and challenges. Think of loading the dishwasher, right? Think of packing a moving van. Think of playing Tetris. If you're really good at those things and you can go, oh, this block needs to go here in this way. And then this goes here. Tetris is probably one of my favorite indulgences <laughs> of video games. Um, and my husband and I always have the fight about the dishwasher. Like he thinks he loads it great. I think he loads it like shit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the master at loading it. You Isn't know?
0: that every married couples or every couple's argument? I think there. <laughs> so. I think so. I think
1: that's a very common argument, but that is, it's like, if you know, like you can pack that dishwasher and get everything in there and get washed, like, and it's like a sense of pride for you. Like you might have some clairvoyant. <laughs> this yeah. might be an indication this is a really strong gift for you yeah um have you I'm sure you've had lots So
0: of- well it's very interesting because I don't I I don't feel like I am very clairvoyant because well number one like so many times in breathwork healing classes you know people will describe what they see and you know like visualizations and and I'm like oh my you know every we're I, I'm always like so jealous I'm like i don't See, things like that, you know, but then like, for example, I was talking, you know, in my inner child healing and I was saying how I saw myself running, you know, to the right yes. of me playing in the yes. forest, but the way that I saw me was more like a knowing that I saw me. So, I, I, so yeah. So it's not like I literally could see the visual of me, but I knew that I saw me.
1: Yeah. It's almost like so many of the clairs work together in tandem with each other. And so it sounds like that was your claircognizance driving, but it was your clairvoyance providing, even though it wasn't super strong in an image, it was still working is yeah. the way that I'm interpreting that. Yeah. And the more you put your focus and attention on it, and the more you tell the story of, hey, I am clairvoyant too, I think you will get more. Yeah. I think you will get more of that because I think that was that starting to come through for you. It was definitely your claircognizance driving that, but it was your clairvoyance poking through too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, cause I don't usually see things. And so when I noticed that I saw that, but, it, yeah. but it, even still, so maybe it was that, you know, maybe yeah. I am, and maybe I am leaning it's a a progression yeah yeah as is every single gift which is the whole point of this conversation you know like we each have access to these gifts when we allow them to expand when we're open to receive what what things mean and we're curious yes yeah we're not static
1: it's dynamic so when you start putting your focus and attention on that just like if you were to start doing setups you're going to get six pack. Like it's just what's going to happen eventually. It's not going to happen the first time you do set up. So it's probably not going to happen the third time or maybe even the third week, but if you continue to do it, you're going to have rocking abs. And if you continue to acknowledge your clairvoyance and go, Oh, look at that. I'm starting to get messages. And you will start to really find that become more robust and, and cultivate that. I think that just knowing you and knowing how much work you do on yourself. I think that you're going to see a lot of your gifts, like just like this already naturally progressing, like yeah. where you're very strong in your feelings and your body. That's a very well, strong gift for you.
0: It's very interesting because like when I'm working with a client and I can see, you know, especially if I'm in their blue area, which I know is a past life area and I'm being shown a vision of their you know of their past life experience that you know that I'm like okay wow this is a past life but it's it's like I see it but I feel it before I see it but it's like the feeling and the seeing come together yeah so I guess that yeah it's really interesting though because I have always poo-pooed like oh I don't see anything but I guess I do I guess it just some people like they see it so clearly yeah mine is more like and do, does that make sense? When yeah. I'm, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's like, Cause it's,
1: it's, dr- it's happening, but it's not the strongest one yet. Like you have other strengths
0: but that are totally driving. I see it as a feeling through my body. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's very, it's interesting. I've been so curious about the Claire. So I'm so glad that we're having this conversation.
1: And that's a, it's a beautiful example of everyone has their own fingerprint. You have your own method of communication. So your communication system is specific to you. And just like you said, I'm feeling it, but I'm knowing it, but I'm seeing it a little bit too. That's your right now, current pattern of the way that your clairs are working. Mine look different. Your listeners are each going to have their own unique pattern. And I could get into like, why and the elements and all that, but we won't like everyone has their own unique style. That's why practicing playing, opening it helps you to understand who you are. And so that you can do what you want to do with that, right? Yeah. You can't just watch me and go, Oh, that's what I need to do. Cause my patterns are different yeah. than yours and your yeah. patterns are different than mine. So we learn from each other, but we really need to do the work on ourselves to understand our own. Yeah. And that's where the trust comes in, right? Where we want people to trust themselves so they can, they can do this for themselves and they can yeah. figure out their own, their own strengths. Yeah. But I love that clairvoyance is such a, such a beautiful gift. Yeah. Um, you may see things in black and white. You may see them in color. For me, I tend to see things in black and white, but every once in a while, I'll get a color or many times for me the color comes in as a knowing and then a seeing so like it's interesting my claircognizance will know the color and then my clairvoyance will pick up the color after but i know it like i know yellow and then i'll see yellow if that yeah, makes sense yeah. so like you might see black and white you might see color you might see action you might see stills it's all perfect it's all right we're not judging it and we're going to tell new stories like oh i'm not this i'm not that no we're going to say I'm developing this, right. I'm developing that. Right. And we're going to leave our, our language open I love for that. the play. Yeah. And so I saved the best for last because audience is my personal, I mean, claircognizance is super strong for me, but audience is like, I don't know if it's equal or what, but I've always had a thing with my ears. When I was born, I actually had an ear infection. When I came out of my mother's body. So I know something was going on with my ears (laughs) at the moment of my birth. Um, and it's the first thing that ever, like, I remember being like a young girl and just crying because my ears would hurt and all the, all this weird with my ears. Um, I have a saga with my ears. Claire Mm -hmm. audience is very strong for me. I think a lot of people have this gift and it's very uh, misunderstood. So I really, I want to talk about it. Clear audience is the form of extrasensory perception, where a person acquires information from metaphysical sources in an auditory way. Clear hearing, as it is known, also refers to actual perception of sounds, such as voices, tones, noises which are not apparent to other humans or to recording equipment and this is like have you ever been falling asleep and you hear someone go on and then you're like did i just hear my name being called you look at your husband he's not moving and then you go to sleep and you're like it was loud
0: has ever happened to you well i feel like this is probably the weakest of all of these clairs but the um at the retreat that i hosted this last time I was on the side porch. I was just doing some notes, you know, for planning for something. And I very clearly heard heard Vaughn. And so like enough that I turned around and I was like, yeah, and nobody was there. And so I heard it again and I like turned around and nobody was there enough that I got up to see if anybody was around the corner. And then I saw my girlfriend was down by herself, down by the fire pit. And I went I was just like, okay, I guess I'm going to go hang out with her because spirit was calling me to that direction. And then sure enough, we ended up having like this profound conversation and experience with each other where spirit really moved between the two of us. And it was really quite incredible. And I was like, I was so excited because it was the first time I literally heard, I heard but I was like, cause I never hear things. I was like, I really was so excited. And then like afterwards I was like, wow, spirit really, really facilitated this whole entire experience. Spirit called, literally called me over there to her so that we could have that exchange. It was yeah. so, it was so exciting for me. And that was just what, like a month ago that for the yeah. first time I was like, I just experienced clear audience.
1: Yeah. <laughs> clear as day, like in the middle
0: of the day. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah you're, awesome. I love how you
1: get to, like, you're seeing your own progression of your gifts, like what your strengths were and that these other gifts that you didn't feel were super strong for you. Like you're seeing they're there and they're coming online and they're, they're like, they're, they're available to you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But so then it can
0: be confusing also. Right. Because I say a lot, Oh, I heard like me calling you, you know, like for this podcast right now, like, I said, I heard the message to call Tammy, but I didn't literally hear the call, call Tammy and have her a guest on the podcast. You know, it was like a knowing in my body. Yeah. It was like that knowing that was like, I need to invite Tammy on to be on today's episode.
1: Yeah. It's like an inner hearing, right? You may not always hear it outside of your ear. You may hear it in, and especially with claircognizance, it works together. I find it like works together. And I know you have strong claircognizance. So it's like you hear it, but you hear it internally, right? And sometimes you'll hear it in your own voice. Sometimes you'll hear it in other people's voice. Um, It's always loving, right? It could be loud. It could be like, it could. sometimes I've heard it loud, but it's always loving. It's always empowering, This is, that's the difference between like a mental health issue and Claire's, right. Is that it's always loving and empowering. It's never going to put you down or shame you or ask you to do things that are against your interest or anyone else's interest. Um, But it may, it may not necessarily be something you hear outside of yourself as I, this is one of my strong gifts and just not too long ago, maybe six or eight months ago, I started to perceive what sounds like. You remember when we first got the internet and it would be dial up and it'd be
0: like, like all
1: that weird, like staticky noise. I started to perceive very, very slightly like dings and pings and noises like that, that sound similar to that dial up experience, but it's kind of faint with my ear externally. That's like a new thing for me, but most of my clear audience experiences are internal versus that occasional external Mm -hmm. Okay. Situation, yeah. Um, but it's happened. You know, it's occasional. It's more internal than external. But here's the big one. Your, your listeners might really jive with this. And this, for me, I talk about this on other podcasts, and this is another whole subject I could go down a rabbit hole. But if you had an imaginary friend as a child and you talk to yourself, you might be Claire. Audience, I had the most profound, strong imaginary child, imaginary friend experience as a child. His name was Adrak. I could, I could still see him. If I close my eyes, I can still picture what he looked. He looked the same every single time. <laughs> he was so strong with me. My parents thought I was out of my, I was two. I was like a year and a half, two years old. They took me to a doctor, the whole thing. Like it was a wow. whole thing. Oh Yeah. He was strong with me. And then there was a moment where he left. He just like, we were in the closet know, and he left. And I went to my mom and I, and I was maybe like three at this point. And I was like, mommy, Adrack left. And she's like, Doing the dishes. And she's like, Oh yeah. You know, she was way over the address bullshit at that time. Yeah. And she's like, Oh yeah? yeah, thank God. You know? And he left. And he left. And I never, he never came to play with me like that again. And it wasn't until I like years later that I discovered my gifts. And I was like, Oh my God, that was a guide. Oh my God. He was a teacher. And I started remembering and all the things. And it was just very profound for me. So if any of your listeners can relate to a very strong imaginary friend as a child, audience may be one of their strong gifts. Um, you may experience ringing in your ears, beeps, buzzes, or other unusual sound. I constantly have pressure changes in my ears. Like I'm always like, was that my sinuses or is that a message from spirit? Right. And when sometimes when spirit wants to talk to me, I will get a hollowed out sound in my ear, like as if, Like when, you know, when your ears are clogged and you blow your nose and then it pops, like that's almost kind of like what happens. And then I'll be like, is that spirit? And then I'll just start getting like impressions. And it's very like obvious. I'm like, okay. So I know my ears are a calling card. Um, And again, this is another one, like when falling asleep or waking up, you hear your name or a word being called out. It sounds like you hear it with your physical ear, but nobody else can hear it. And everyone in your house is like, no, I didn't hear anything. Right. I know. I've spoken to some people that really can relate to that, like hearing hearing hello or hearing their name, just like right as they're about to fall asleep, or like right when they're coming out of a dream state, and it's like, did someone just call me? What was yeah. that?
0: <laughs> that's that's so fun. Yeah,
1: and like you gave
0: it's, me. So, it's so fun to play with these. It is,
1: and the other thing is, you might be super sensitive to noises and very drawn to music. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about anyone else, but my phone's been on vibrate for like three years. Like it's not. I just I can't handle the constant yeah, ringing that actually makes a
0: lot of sense yeah because I can't I can't listen to a lot of loud stuff it just it just oh sends me into like another like I when you're talking about concerts I'm like yeah I can go to the concerts but it's like the loudness like when my husband plays his music really loud and I'm just mm-hmm. like especially in the car I'm like oh my god I can't do that
1: yeah I think you might be more audience than you previously yeah. um had known about yourself because that's a huge sign of like it's an it's too much for your ears it's like because you can pick up such subtle data and then when it's really loud listen I love loud music like that's something I've always you know I'm kind of a masochist that way (laughs) I love like Metallica and all these like loud things right (laughs) but it has to be on my terms right <laughs> yeah but it's all my terms right it's all my terms like I'm ready for it I want it I'm doing it but like there's certain moods and stuff I'm like no no no, no. Yeah. I don't know and like even my phone I just I can't have things constantly and my son like if he's on the video game and he's doing I'm like turn it down I can't like there's only so many times I can hear the same the no same things over and yeah oh uh, yeah
0: so, so that's their audience yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's all of them right Yeah, that's I mean there are little tiny
1: offshoots, but this is the the five the five or six main ones that I like to focus on. Um, you know, you know, go down all kinds of rabbit holes, but these are really the main ones that most people can identify and that we can play with and we can cultivate and we can develop and just start normalizing the experience of having metaphysical senses, because just like, you know, right, the whole body that you see, there is an energetic reproduction of that. Actually, it's your body is the physical reproduction of the energetic blueprint. If we're being super um, particular, all of what you see exists in the metaphysical, your DNA, all of it. So when we tap into this part of ourselves, when we really start to embrace us as a collective and we're all using it, it will naturally accelerate the abilities of all of us. Because the only reason why it's like hit or miss right now is because it's not like a total collective belief. It's a uh, it's coming, right. It's, it's becoming more and more integrated, but there are still people who are still asleep to this part of us. Um, But that's why we're having these conversations so that we can help wake everybody up and say, Hey, join the party and play with your Claire's. Come on.
0: Well, I'm so excited for people to tune in and share and comment. Like, please everybody, like let us know what resonates with you the most, because I, I love knowing that they can, they're separate, but they're also interchangeable, you know, like having this conversation, I realized that, you know what, I actually do have a little, you know, I have the stronger ones, but I have a little piece of each one. And, and knowing that I get to expand on those gifts, the more I trust and surrender into the experience, Um, you know, but it really is that trust, like that, that, that intuition of when, you know, you're, At a crossroads do i turn right or do i turn left like literally do i turn right or left and and you are tuning into that and and you either feel it or you hear it or you can see it you know like what is it that is guiding you and and then just surrendering into it and learning how to trust it and then even being wrong is okay because you learn something from it because from that being wrong you learned how to trust yourself more, you know, because you're yeah. like, okay, well, let me explore what it feels like if I choose differently than I did last time, you know? So it really is yeah. all just an opportunity for growth in every single experience that we have. And if we can just do it without the judgment and the disappointment and the frustration and allow ourselves to get caught up in that negative loop, then that is when we stay positive, like, okay, on to the next, <laughs> on to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Like I love to say like wrong is a choice,
1: right? We don't like, yeah. you, you can judge yourself as wrong or you can say, oh, that was ineffective and move on. <laughs> right. You can always just kind of like, it was a learning experience when, and whenever you learn, it's never a waste. It's ne- it's never always oh. like sometimes we don't get to learn what's right until we do make the choices that are quote unquote wrong, right? So it's like such a beautiful release of expectations, right? When when you're doing this, approach it with curiosity, approach it with playfulness, levity. That is what spirit loves. That is when your frequency is going to be more primed and open to be getting messages. It's not about getting it right because here's the other thing is that spirit communicates in all kinds of ways, but It's up to us to interpret it because here you have either beings or whatever you want to call them trying to communicate with no mouth, with no physical, you know, material and we're trying to receive it and we're like low density earth, right? And the physical plane is the lowest density. So here we are trying to receive this information, it depends on not only your ability to interpret, it also depends on the spirit's ability to communicate, because that's why when you're reading people, some people come across so strong and some people come across more like spotty. It's not that you're not picking up the right information. It's that maybe the person you're communicating with hasn't learned to communicate as well without their body, right? Because when we leave our bodies and we go into the astral plane, we still have learning to do. We still have experiences to have. And part of our, I believe part of our learning without a body is how to communicate with the other densities without that body. So now when you're trying to give a message, you've got to use images, you've got to use taste, you've got to use smell, you've got to use all these different elements to portray a message to somebody. It's like, like the decoder, right? You know, those games, like when you were young and you're trying to decode the message, like, so give yourself a break. Like you're decoding a message. You're literally learning another language. You wouldn't just say, Oh, I'm going to learn French today and open a book and expect yourself to start reading French proficiently. Give yourself a break. You're learning to your, your own style of how you receive information. And then when you're communicating, you're also interpreting how the other being is is communicating back with you. Just like when you have some conversations, they flow and they feel good and you understand everything. Then you have other conversations, you're like, what the fuck did I just listen to? I have no idea. I just
0: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Well, and it makes me think about the multi-dimensions that we play on, you know, like the more work I do on myself and the more I let go, the more lightness I have in my spiritual energetic body that I can rise up to these multi-dimensions where that's where I access more of the the spaces and places that I've never been able to access before but it's because I'm lighter and I trust myself to go to those spaces and places and be able to come back to my body like I'm able to have these experiences and this is this phase in my life right now like where I'm just literally like playing in the cosmos and at the same time feel safe in my body that I can come back to it and experience that, that kindness and that. And I, I really feel like that's the way we're supposed, like that's the goal here is to be able to get to that place where we are playing in the ether. We are playing with spirit. We are really tapped into our prayers and our intuition and our spirit guides and our angels and Holy spirit. And we're able to access all of that. And bring that knowledge, that awareness back into this physical body right here in the 3D world.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to say something really deep and <clears throat> it's a little scary for me to go here, but I'm going to go there. Um So we're antennas, right? And just like you said, our job is to be playing both in the spirit and here on earth and actually bringing spirit down into earth because we're literally doing that. Like we're bringing the spirit, we're transmuting it and giving it to the earth. It's like a magical thing. But in the Bible, right, they talk about like at the end and how the heaven and earth come together and how we live together and we get to be with all of our I truly believe that what we are doing here is the very beginnings of creating that world. Because after several generations of this type of conversation and people practicing and learning and getting good at and excelling in and being able to do communications with the other side, what happens after a generation or two, then there's like almost no separation. It's like, oh, you're out of your body. No problem. I'll call you
0: right oh my gosh that is so freaking true
1: right and maybe oh, yeah. just maybe that's what they're alluding to at the end of the story there in the bible is what we're beginning to create right now with Seven this world on yes. yeah oh, my whole body man. is in shells right
0: now holy shit me too tammy yeah yeah and I talk about that all the time right like we get to create heaven on earth what is your well my heaven is becoming more earthly bound because I am able to access heaven more often more frequently Right?
1: <gasps> feel that's that right, right? like
0: right? I felt yeah like and I've known that but the way you just explained that like brought it totally home like yeah. oh yeah duh yeah. that's exactly what we're doing
1: And it's scary for me. I'll just be vulnerable with you. It's scary for me to say those things because, you know, being raised Catholic and all the things I, I consider myself like a recovering Catholic. I'm omnist. you know, I love all religions, but I follow practice very little of it. I'm very spiritual. And um, I know that it's an important thing for me to say, because I'm so afraid to say it. And I know it's an important message to come through because it makes me feel like, holy shit, I'm definitely going to die. If I start saying that, you know, I think this is what the Bible means. Like, who am I doing? interpret the Bible for God's sake. (laughs) Right. But it's a truth. I really believe with my whole being, I have been shown, I have been told and it just feels so right. And as the more I do, and the more I communicate, I mean, the first spirit that I realized I was communicating with is my best friend who passed away in 2004. And I've always been talking to him in my head and I've gotten tons of messages from him, but I didn't think it was real until not long ago when I realized I had these gifts and I'm like, Oh my God, those conversations with Kevin, those are real. Like, Holy shit. Like, and I went running into my office and I grabbed his picture and I'm like, have I been talking to you this whole time? Like what's happening? And, and I very clearly heard in his voice, we planned it this way. Don't you remember? And I was like, I put the picture down and I was like, and my whole body and I was like, oh my God, like, oh my God, <laughs> like what oh. is going on right now? And it was like it was such a light bulb moment. And then I realized, like, holy crap, I have this laundry list of people that I have lost in my life that I always talk to. And I just assumed everybody talks to their dead friends yeah. in their heads. Like I had, you know, no idea. But it's like, yeah. I don't f- I, I mean, I miss him in the body, but I feel very connected to him because yeah. I tap in and talk to him whenever. And how wonderful to give that gift to anyone. Anybody who's really missing somebody who's not in their body anymore, right? Not to have to call a medium to go through, to to talk to them, to be able to tap in for yourself and to have the communication and to have, and to really know that they're still there. Mm -hmm. They're still there.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. I love it that you said, we planned it this way. Don't you remember? It's like, it like in the ethers before either one of you came to this earth, it was already planned and. yeah, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, well, the thank story you of, so much for sharing that. Thank you. That's
1: thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, it was definitely a, a a moment for me, and uh, I love to use that moment because, like I said, Kevin, um, he was special to me, and so he gets to take a lot of credit for yeah,
0: <laughs> helping for, me, for me open it. my gifts on the exactly. other side. <laughs> oh well, I'm very grateful to him. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I also feel like there's just like a a message. And and maybe what you just shared is the message, but I just felt like there was a message that needs to move through you for us to receive. And I don't know, I just, if you could just tune in and just. Let's
1: see. The message is to move from fear shame, and guilt into trust, bliss, and just divination. Divination is the word that I want to say because we are divine and that part of us has been hidden from us for so long. And what we are doing as we shine our lights and we add our lights together is exposing this birthright that's been hidden from us for so, so long, that is so ready to come forward. And as a collective, when we start to have this belief together and we move globally with this belief, the things that we are going to do and unlock are going to rival Atlantis and the stories of Atlantis. Mm. And we are so so far evolved from that because now we are heart-centered, right and that that was Jesus's whole mission was to anchor the heart light into the earth and to bring that message of love and compassion and so now we have that which we didn't have in Atlantis and we're about to reawaken the amazing knowledge that we've had previously but while we are heart centered so it is going to be different this time it is going to be amazing and it is going to bring heaven and earth together it is.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. That that was, the, that was the message. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah so that much.
1: felt really good. Yeah. I need a cigarette after that. that I
0: really know. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like, it's, that just serves so much like peace and, um, magic In my body, you know, like, like to be completely honest, this week after, you know, coming out of vacation mode, I was just in Puerto Rico for a week and, and I've got a birthday coming up and a big one, a big five-o birthday coming up in a few weeks. Level 50. And, (laughs) And so I just, I don't know. I'm just in like a really, and, and also after the healing I had with Talia, you know, like the integrating and the, I, I have spent so much time with my little girl, my inner child, um, and just really like, because part of it was about being seen. And so now it's like, okay, well, how do you want to be seen now? And so like, now it's like, I'm trying to navigate all of that. And, and so it, it has been a huge integration period. And, and so I'm just kind of like, in a little cocooning phase right now where I'm just going within and I'm exploring and just knowing that, you know, but yeah. I get to do all of that, but yeah. without, and, but of course, because we're human, I'm doing this, but I'm putting judgment on myself. Well, you're not doing enough, you know, like, and, and so that message is just, even though I know I'm doing enough and I don't have to do a thing more, like I know it, but my mind, hello, our minds are just so little bitches. yeah. Um, And so just really working with my mind and my spirit and, and my nervous system. And so it's just been a lot. And so that message that you just shared was so beautiful. It was like, it was like a soothing balm for my soul so thank you for that thank
1: you you're welcome you are very welcome i love you so much i love you so much
0: well thank you for your time today and thank you everyone for listening and please let us know what what is your strongest claire like we really want to know and we want to yeah. know like how it's showing up for you how do you feel things moving so Come over in the conversation, DM us, respond in the comments yeah. or the post for this conversation, and just let us know. Um, and yeah, we're both just sending you so much love. So thank you, everyone. And thank oh, you. Oh, yeah.
1: And if, if they want to play with their clairs, I would love to invite everybody. So I have two different ways to work with me. I want to mention the first one since you just mentioned about your mind being a bitch, because our minds are bitches and they lie all day long. So if you want to make your mind your bitch and actually never let it lead you astray again. I offer synergy, which features the framework of my magic, which is amazing. It is the thing that helped me see my own gifts. It's through that work that I was like, Oh my God, I'm a healer. I'm a teacher. I can see all these things. Um, and that's why I chose to teach my magic. Cause it's that powerful. I'm opening that next cohort will be in August. But what I'm really excited about is the sacred circle. That is my ongoing private membership community. It's for women. It's like a spiritual gym membership or spa membership. And we do um, new moon, full moon, energy coaching. But what I've recently implemented is this intuitive practice circle. So if your listeners are like, how do I work on my clairs? How do I work on my intuition? Join us in the sacred circle, come into a practice circle. I'm coaching you to help you with opening your clairs, understanding your Claire's, And then we're actually practicing them so that you can see how they work in real time. And there is nothing more fun. There is nothing more fun than playing with your clairs in a group of women, just safe, loving, supportive. It will really help you to understand yourself and to know what to do. Like you said, how do, what do I do with my gifts? How do I begin to use them just like this? Just yeah. come play with us. Just come and so.
0: it is the playing. Thank you so, thank you so sure. much for saying that because I, I know we talked about it at the beginning, but your okay. your community is amazing and you are amazing and I, I can just see that crowd now in there like the way that they're playing and exploring because it is safe. Like I, I felt this or I heard this or I smelled this and what, what does that mean? And then you get to like pick it apart, you know, with, with all the other women and with you as an expert. So that's, that sounds so fun.
1: Yeah, it is fun. And I have an infinite number of fun exercises. Like it just, I know that this is spirit and and my sole purpose moving through me, because I'm equally scared as I am excited. And I have all these great ideas. And it's just it's time that the world is ready for this work. So I know your listeners are the kind of people that would appreciate and really love this kind of opportunity. So I would love to see some of them, you know, join us if it feels good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tammy. I just so much love and respect for you.
1: Uh, I love you so much too, Vaughn. And whenever you need someone to record an episode or have me in your mind, I can't say no to you. I just love you. I love working with you. Every time we get together, it's magic. You've opened up my light
0: language. We do,
1: every time we get together, like healing and magic happens. So I'm down for it. eh? All right.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you. All right. Bye. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.